Welcome back to the Asian Conservative Lawyer. I'm your host, Jamil Gabriel. And I guess we got to talk about the, you know, great big pink elephant in the room. And let's talk about abortion. Okay, so as your Facebook is probably blowing up, your Twitter, whatever, you know, social media platform you're using, it's blowing up. And, you know, a lot of people are saying things like, oh, well, ectopic pregnancies are... um, the treatment is abortions, all this other stuff, it's abortions. Okay, first off, the Supreme Court ruling does absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. All it says is that it's not protected under the Constitution, which is true. I've read the Constitution in depth. There is not one single sentence that says women have the right to an abortion. It says it does not say that. So I don't know why everyone's freaking out. Okay, all it does is just leave it to the state to decide. So states like New York, California are still going to have abortions. They're not going to change. It's they're still going to have it. They're going to just say, oh, the abortion thing is real. And, you know, we're just going to keep doing it. Okay, that's fine. The states like, you know, the red states, the southern states um, like Florida, they're going to say, yeah, we're going to, you know, make it illegal for abortions. Okay, but you can still go to New York. I mean, it's already illegal in Florida. It's already illegal in Texas. It's already illegal. Like, what? What's, what is everyone complaining about? And then I'm reading a lot of, you know, dumb stuff. Okay, and this one just really irks me. This one really, you know, is, is just, it, it irritates me on this one. It says, our government is bold enough to force you to have a kid, but too weak to ensure they make it to recess alive. Why would the government care if you can't take care of the kid? Or they actually do care because there's child protective services. But why is it the government's responsibility to keep the child alive? It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility. You're the one that had sex. You're the one that wanted to have a kid. You're the one that didn't want to use protection. You're the one, not the government. The government didn't implant a baby in you, okay? It was your baby daddy that decided to do that, okay? You wanted to have fun. You had a couple, you know, screws loose. You had a couple drinks going down. That's fine, all right? You could always have fun using protection. There is a host of you know, different types of birth control. There's the pill, there's Mirena, there's an IUD, there is, you know, condoms, there's abstinence, there's pulling out, withdrawals. It doesn't matter. There's vasectomies, hysterectomies. It goes on and on and on and on. Okay. There, there's no reason why you didn't want to, you know, you didn't want to have a kid unless you're just stupid. Okay, you you didn't know the protections. Now, granted, yes, a lot of that stuff is expensive, okay? Because especially people that don't have insurance, but there's such thing as condoms that you can get for free. Go to any hospital. Just go to a hospital and go to a men's clinic and just say, yes, I would like condoms. Oh, but condoms don't feel good. Condoms are too, you know, condoms just uh, tighten over my dick. Really? I've literally given an example and I've put a condom over my forearm, okay? Your dick isn't as thick as my fucking forearm. It's not, okay? I'm lifting over 100 pound weights. It's not as thick as, it's not as thick as your, uh, or my forearm. And I put it over a broom handle all the way down. It's stretched all the way down to the broom handle. Your dick is not 
bigger than or as long as a broom handle. Sorry, you keep lying to me, but it isn't, okay? Broom handle is like three feet long. So, it's your guys' fault, okay? By your logic, it should be, I should go to the Indian dealership, buy an Indian chieftain, take out a loan, and then just not pay him back. Oh, but it's the government's responsibility to pay off my loan that I signed for, that I walked into the Indian dealership and decided to take out. Oh, no, it's the government's problem. And then all of a sudden, surprise Pikachu face when you're like, uh, I got to pay this back. Oh, surprise Pikachu face when I, I have to have this kid and I got to pay insurance on him. I got to, you know, pay for food on him. I got to pay for all this stuff on him. They're not just a tax exemption. The government's just not going to take care of them. Oh, my God. I didn't know that th that thing was real. Okay. And we're lucky that, you know, the United States even has like child protective services and adoption services. Okay. Usually kids just now go into an orphanage in other third world countries. Okay. They go to an orphanage and they suffer. I mean, there's documentaries about different types of orphanages. It's bad. Okay. Now we have like, you know, adoption homes where kids can actually have a family and it's awesome. So. It was your fault. You're the one that wanted to have unprotected sex without any protection and have a child. And it's your fault that you didn't want to hold your baby daddy or baby mama accountable. Okay. I know there's single fathers out there and I can't be, you know, biased, but it is true that most dads walk out on, you know, mothers. So, and leave the kid to them, but it's your fault for not holding them accountable. Okay. As soon as they walked out, should have called the police. You obviously know their name. They signed it on the birth certificate. You're not going to get away with that, okay? Put a, go call the police, uh, press some charges on them. They can't ever get a job. They can't ever do anything, okay? And it works for you. You're getting, you know, a good paycheck, you know, from uh, child support, which they're just going to take out of the person's account. So... But no, you're just like, oh, he cheated on me. He's such an a-hole. And you're telling your kids that. And meanwhile, you could have just royally been screwing him or her up by just, you know, getting child support, taking him to court. So this is my take on it, right? The Roe versus Wade, you know, thing doesn't even matter. It really doesn't. The states that already have it uh make it illegal for abortion are still going to make it illegal for abortion. And the states that don't care like California and New York, they're still going to legalize it. It does absolutely nothing. All it says is that it is not unconstitutional because it's not in the constitution. Wow. <laughs> that makes sense, right? If it's not in the constitution, how can it be unconstitutional? And there's, there's a history on Roe versus Wade. There's a big history on that. And lastly, my final thoughts on this is that even if, say you're in Georgia and you want to do an abortion, okay, and you go to your doctor, okay, the doctor could still deny you to do an abortion because all they have to say is, oh, I'm religious and that's against my religion, okay? That's all they have to say. And what are you going to do? Sue them? Oh, you have to do this abortion on me. You have to. It's by law. No, they're just going to say, well, even if it's by law, I, you know, it's my First Amendment right. It's to practice my religion. 
I do not believe in killing children. And it's with the Hippocratic Oath, which says, I will not do knowing harm to patients. So even if you really wanted to argue and go, well, it could, you know, the doctors that, you know, are religious and don't want to do abortion, they're not going to do it. Okay, you're not going to force them. What are you going to say? Oh, uh, you have to do it? I'm going to pay you good money? You're going to be like, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. Plain and simple. I will not do it. There, You're not going to change their mind. Congratulations. Okay, now you have to go find another doctor. Oh, wow. So this is, this is incredibly dumb. <laughs> now, let's talk about another problem. So 64 senators voted to pass um, gun legislation. Okay. And a lot of it I agree with. Okay. Better mental health, um, a more strict straw purchase, even though, you know, there's already a law on straw purchases. And if you don't know what straw purchases is, it means you're buying a gun for someone else. But there's one thing in these pages that really pisses me off. And that's the idea of the red flag laws. So now red flag laws are now federal. They're going to be federally regulated. And you know what? This bill was signed by 64 senators. So it passed the, you know, filibuster threshold. It's going to be law. It's already up to, you know, O'Biden to sign off on it. And it becomes law. Okay. So red flag laws, they are a disaster. They are a bane on anyone's existence. Okay. They are unconstitutional. And I have no idea why people argue, oh, we're fuckers. How is it possible that someone could just say, I don't believe that person has should have a gun? And the feds or the government just comes down and pick, takes away your guns. How is that not unconstitutional? The fourth, uh, you know, the Fourth Amendment. Unreasonable searches and seizures. Okay. Missing the seizures part. Okay. And you could say, oh, well, it's reasonable because, you know, they could do harm on self. You have to, the burden of proof lies on the plaintiff okay the accuser you have to have the burden of proof okay now if you had a bunch of letters that said like i plan to shoot up you know this school or whatever totally i totally get it all right you have the evidence you have it you know you have essentially the smoking gun okay but then what constitutes that as evidence okay if i'm writing a book about a school shooting okay i don't know if i would write that but let's just pretend i have a book and i'm our you know, a writer. And I write a story about a shooter in the views of a first person. Okay. Would that constitute as, you know, a red flag because I wrote a book? I mean, it's a work of fiction. Okay. I have no intention. So where do we draw the line on that? But I digress. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt on this, on this thing, but to just say, just point out and say, this person I believe should not have weapons. And then you have to spend thousands of dollars. And trust me, as a lawyer, we're not cheap, okay? You're going to spend thousands of dollars on us to try to get back your $300 gun, okay? Because a lot of people don't have a big collection. They, the most common gun in the United States is a 22 rifle. 22, okay? Enough to do damage, sure. But it's meant for varmints. <laughs> it's meant for, you know... It's meant for nothing, okay? And how much is a twenty-two rifle? Nowadays, it's probably like 800 bucks. But, you know, back in the day, you could get them for like 100 bucks. Like back when I was growing up, like dads bought twenty-two rifles for their son 
and daughter all the time. And it was like a hundred bucks for their birthday. Okay. Like, so I don't see, you know, people going to spend thousand dollars to get a 22 rifle. Okay. But it does screw with you because then all that months you're trying to fight, you know, the courts and the government is months that you are essentially vulnerable. You are completely vulnerable. So you have to go. I mean, the, you know, I brought this story up with um, in this girl in New Jersey, okay? She wanted to have a gun, all right? She believed her boyfriend was um, going after her. She, he was stalking her for months. So she applied, and you have to have a permit and all this other stuff in New Jersey. And so she kept going back, and the last day before she got killed, she went to the sheriff's office and is like, did you approve my gun request? She's like, my boy, ex-boyfriend is hunting me, okay? I really need this, you know, I really need a firearm to protect myself. And what happened that night? Her ex-boyfriend broke into her house and beat her until she died, okay? Now, for two weeks, actually, I think it was longer than two weeks. I think it was like months. For months, she was begging to get a gun, okay? Had she had a gun, anything, even a twenty-two, okay, her boyfriend would not be in jail. There would be no cell in her, in a, a, a cell where her boyfriend's, you know, being taken up right now or her ex-boyfriend, okay? She'd be alive and she'd be, you know, living the American dream, I guess. But he, there would be no cell available for him, okay? That cell could go for another criminal. He would be six feet under, Right? Or burned, whatever, you know, the family wishes. And, you know, some people go, well, you got to give them a chance. I don't agree with that, all right? You play stupid games, you're going to win stupid prizes, okay? If you want to kill someone then or try to attempt to kill someone and they shoot you, hey, sorry, <laughs> you played the game and you lost, okay? So you get buried. That's your consolation prize. You're dead. There's nothing left of you, okay? Your legacy is now gone. But it's sad that she, and there are plenty of stories like this where people are like begging for a permit and like these, you know, liberal, liberal states like New York. And they're going, please, I need a gun because my ex-boyfriend, my ex-girlfriend, um, all this other stuff are, you know, I fear that they're going to attack me. And then they get attacked. And that ex-boyfriend, by the way, killed her with a hammer. Yeah. It wasn't a gun. It was it had nothing to do with a gun. She just wanted a gun to protect herself. So, and now we're going back to going to New York. Okay, so there is a slight positive. New York is one of the hardest states to get a firearm. Uh, to get a concealed carry, okay? Even John Stossel, and I love the documentary with John Stossel, he tries to get a firearm, and he shows letters to um, to the sheriff's department, and they're like, no, we don't want it. Uh, we can't give it to you. He shows letters, death threats, where people are like, John Stossel, I'm going to kill you, okay? And they say no. He couldn't get one. And then he did some research, and he found out that 
in the permit office, if you paid like $4,000, you could get one because the system is corrupt. And I'm not going to lie. There is corrupt systems everywhere. Every place you go, there's some kind of form of corrupt system. And, you know, that's just part of life. But you paying $4,000. Can the average person just drop $4,000 for a permit to have a gun? In fact, the idea that you cannot defend yourself in New York City is baffling to me. You should be able to carry a gun and no one should say anything, okay? So, um, without getting too much into law, there's states, there's about six states that have a may issue permit, okay, for concealed carry. The other states are shall issue. So, if you meet the requirements, like I know in Florida, if you were active duty or you took a class on, um, on firearm protection and firearm use, then they shall issue you a permit, okay? Because you met the requirements to have a concealed carry permit. In a May issue, you have to prove to them that you need a firearm, which is mainly the police. They're the only ones that can get a firearm there, okay? So they may issue you one, okay? They may issue is contingent on what they want to do. It's not contingent on what you want to do. Are you seeing what I'm getting? So New York is a May issue state. Now the Supreme Court, you know, ruled in favor that you have a right to self-defense. You have a right to carry a firearm, okay? And so now, so it is now a shall issue state. It's unconstitutional to deny someone the use of a firearm for self-defense. It is meant for self-defense. So it is a shall issue now. Now, of course, Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, came out and was like, we're going to do everything in our power. So what they're doing, Joe Biden came out and was like, I don't agree with this ruling. Kamala Harris is like, this is a sad day where millions of people are going to die. All this other stuff. You know, Democrats, they're freaking out about this stuff. And anyway, they're going to make a law now or they're going to change the law where it's kind of like how schools are and other places, every public transportation. So like subways, okay, because that's public transportation. They're now saying, well, subways, you are not allowed to conceal carry, okay? You are not allowed to conceal carry at a courthouse. You're not allowed to conceal carry on a school ground. You're not allowed to conceal carry anywhere, okay? So how difficult? So yes, you have the right to carry, but you can't go into any of these locations. I mean, does that make sense? So Although this is a win, it is a slight win because all New York is going to do is say, well, we're saying you can't carry a gun here, here, and here, and here, and here, and here, and you're not going to be able to carry it, so you better just leave your firearm at home. So it's incredibly dumb, which now begs the question, or rather the statement, that the president does not give a crap about you. They don't. Okay, all of them, they don't care about your right to self-preservation. They really don't. They just clearly stated it because the ruling was, hey, you have a right for self-defense. That is, that was the ruling. That was the Supreme Court ruling by six to three. I believe it's six to three. That was the Supreme Court ruling. And now they're like, uh, no, you don't have a right to self-defense. Yes, I do. Because that is my only right that I have. My real right, okay? Ever since the cavemen roamed the earth or Neanderthals roamed the earth, okay? 
they carried weapons for self-defense. Self-defense from tigers or saber-toothed tigers. Self-defense from, you know, I was going to say dinosaurs, but dinosaurs didn't exist back then. You know, uh, animals and all that other stuff. It was for self-defense, okay? Self-defense from other tribes. So we, as humans, are defending ourselves from everything. And now the main threat, because, you know, we live in the suburban areas, is humans, other humans, which humans have been attacking, killing each other for thousands of years since the dawn of man. So anyway, that's my take of this week's, you know, the Asian conservative podcast or Asian conservative lawyer. Thanks for listening. I'm Jamil Gabriel, and I'm signing off.